As a life coach, author, speaker, and trainer, Marianne's purpose and passion is fueled by her desire to see all women from coast to coast live life on their terms. Her guests will provide you with real life tips and strategies to inspire and empower you to create change. Welcome to Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne Rivera Danners, known as the Fearless Living Coach and Career Research Strategist. My mission is to equip women with the strategies to silence their insecurities, build healthy boundaries, and fearlessly pursue the life and career of their dreams. So today I have the honor of chatting with Jen Rodriguez. So go ahead, take it away. Give us your name one more time and tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're currently doing, who you are, what you do. Of course. Well, hey, everyone. My name is Jen Rodriguez. Um, I do a lot of different things, but I actually am a um, digital creator. I'm an influencer. I am a mostly focused around beauty. So I do a lot of beauty and lifestyle and I'm kind of entering more into wellness um, as far as my blogging and my influencing. Um, I love doing that. That's honestly where a lot of my passion is. But I also work on nine to five. So I'm a personal banker um, for a really, really prominent bank in the area. So I really help people reach their financial goals. And I feel like it's just an extension of just me finding out what's important to people, how it can help people elevate their lives in different ways. So I do that in the financial world, but I also do that in the beauty world, which is where I met Ryan. <laughs> yes, awesome, awesome. So what would you say occurred in your life or what was missing that led you to be who you are as far as like the beauty aspect of it and the empowerment aspect of it? Um, honestly, as far as beauty within itself, I have always been interested in beauty and fashion ever since I was a little girl. Um, but I'll say that what really caused me to shift gears, um, I was in the corporate world for a little bit, working in sales, working for a telemarketing, um, telecommunications company, um, selling cell phones and technology and all of that, which was great. But I felt like beauty was something that was missing for me because it's really about just feeling confident. It's another way to just feel like polished. It's the icing on the cake. You know, the cake is the important part, right? So that's why I'm really diving more into lifestyle and wellness as well. Um, because as a new mom, I'm, you know, one, learning that, you know, the beauty thing can really fade and it changes really fast, but the foundation on the inside is what can really enhance the beauty on the outside. So I would say that what was missing for me was just purpose, really finding purpose in cell phones and, <laughs> um, you know, that type of thing. It was, that was, you know, it's not my passion, but I did love the consultations. I loved helping people, making their day. Um, and for me, my heart is really for women like myself who are trying to balance it all and just sometimes just don't find the time to make themselves feel and look good all the time. And I really want to provide those quick tips to say, hey, you can do it. You know, in a matter of minutes, sometimes it doesn't take that long, but that's just where, you know, I felt like I was missing just that purpose piece for me. Awesome. Awesome. So when you hear the words transformative freedom, what does that mean to you? Ooh, transformative freedom. To me, that means, you know, sometimes when I think about transforming, you think about all the things that you can't do anymore and you start limiting yourself, like, for example, when you're looking to transform your body, which I'm in the process of kind of focusing on right now, you know, still getting rid of that baby fat six years later. Just kidding. I can't blame her anymore. It's the chips, y'all. It's the chips and the snacks, okay? 
Um, but I would say that you think about the things that you can't do and, you know, all the disciplines that you have to put yourself through to make those changes, um, to fill those gaps between what you maybe aren't doing right now, and what you need to do to reach your goals. But in those limitations, you find a lot of freedom. You find a lot of information that maybe you didn't know. Um, it, a lot of times it can free up your time. It can free up your money, you know, just by taking the time to really look and transform those different pieces of your life and in whatever area. Um, that's what I think of with transformative freedom. It transforms you. And yeah, you may have to lock down things and change the pieces of who you are, but ultimately um, it shows you how much freedom you really have to become exactly what you want. Yeah, that's so true. So tell us about one of the biggest challenges that you have faced and what did that healing process look like? Hmm. Healing. Lord. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, one of the biggest challenges I faced just personally, and it kind of ties into my business too, and why I made some of the changes I made uh, this year, I was laid off from my job um, due to COVID while going through a divorce, literally within a few months, honestly, a few weeks of each other. Um, so those were really two big hits that I took, although there were moments where, you know, throughout, you know, the process, especially with my job a year prior, I was kind of already thinking about what else could I be doing? What more should I be looking for? But you're just afraid to make that jump and you're not sure, you know, if you want to lose the consistency or get out of your comfort zone, really. Um, but I would say that that's one of the biggest challenges that I face is just going through um, things that ultimately helped define who I was. And maybe things that I found value in, maybe too much value in, when they were gone, I felt a little bit lost. So the healing process for me has really been about, for me personally, just get started, getting back close to God, like just really staying close to God. For me personally, my spiritual journey helped me find bigger purpose in the things that honestly could go away at any moment without your control. So, and it helped me just understand a little bit more about myself. Um, why I lived in fear for a really long time, maybe why I settled for, you know, that job or what have you for so long, you know, what were some things I was really afraid of. So the healing process has looked like really being honest about where I'm really at and not being afraid to say, hey, you know, I, I got to take responsibility here. And even though, you know, the layoffs aren't my fault, um, you know, I, it is my job to take the moment to feel what I'm feeling, not push it away by being too busy or you know, trying to fill up my time by not dealing with it, really deal with it, allow those feelings to come, but not settle in those feelings and allow it to spill over into other areas of my life. So it was just about being honest, but also taking responsibility for where I'd like to go. Yeah. So that leads me to the next question. What advice would you give to a woman who is currently listening or is going to be watching this and she feels stuck? She is missing something or is going through something what are a couple of tips that you can give her to make sure that she doesn't get stuck and stay stuck and that she's yeah. able to progress and move forward? Absolutely. Um, so one of the things that I have been feeling is, first of all, I always recommend if you're feeling really stuck and you can't, for some reason, um, figure things out on your own and you're definitely praying about it. I always believe in the power of prayer for me personally and just going back to maybe doing some affirmations about yourself, filling yourself with that confidence, hearing yourself say, hey, I'm doing great. You know, I'm doing the best that I can. I'm worthy. I'm valuable. I deserve the best in life. 
and just really being honest about what that looks like for you and what does the best in life look like. And yeah, there's there's things that you can't control, but you can always hope. You can always place your hope in something. So I would say if you're feeling stuck, um, revive your hope, you know, revive your revive that hope, even if it means getting um, involved with a friend or partnering with a friend, partnering with someone like Marianne who can really inspire you and help build your confidence and uh, bring that coaching aspect or a therapist. Um, it's okay for you to not go through that alone, partner up with someone um, and rebuild your hope. But then also there's something that I found um, really helpful and I actually saw it on TikTok, right? So it's called resourcing. So sometimes you can be so stuck in where you're at you know, that you wallow in it. So it's almost like taking your attention off of what's happening right now and what's having you stuck and doing something for yourself that you can't control, whether it's getting your hair done or getting your nails done, um, you know, finally opening that savings account or just a little things that you can do that's like, whatever's making you stuck a lot of times you're, you're looking at one or two things that aren't changing and you're focused on the fact that it's not changing. So change what you can, you know, do what you can, resource and find other ways to build up yourself and build your confidence. Um, and that sometimes can open your mind to other ideas and, and start to have that creativity flow of how you can get unstuck. So those are some things that I've been trying and they've been working good for me. Yeah, that's awesome. It's interesting how we, get so stagnant not stagnant but just complacent in life and when something happens it like triggers us and yeah. we're able to expand and grow and learn from that so tell us a little bit about what keeps you motivated and what keeps you inspired to keep going and not give up honestly um the fact that there are the women out there dealing with this i remember when i was going through my divorce one of the things that i kind of asked god is why Am I going through this? <laughs> you know, where, because it kind of came out of nowhere and I was dealing with depression and things that I hadn't felt before. And I just didn't see what the other side of that really looked like. I had really no concrete plan, no backup plan or anything like that. I just knew that where I was wasn't, you know, um, a safe place for me anymore, not due to the other person, but just the situation. So I would say that, um, oh, girl, I said it and then I lost it. Hold on. What motivates me to keep going, um, especially through that particular process and just feeling stuck is I asked him, why am I going through this? And it, the only thing that I could hear him say was just so that other women could see that you can mm -hmm. and that it's OK. And even with my job losses, like, man, why am I going through this? And he's like, just to show other women that they can, you know, that you can get through it, that it doesn't have to be something that stops you. So that's what's been pushing me forward. Um, it's honestly allowed me to become more vulnerable, which I don't like to say has been good for business because I don't see it as business. For me, it was a form of therapy to be able to share like, hey, this is something that's going on in this very moment. You're following me through the journey. I started reality vlogs on my YouTube channel, which kind of takes you in the day of life or week of the life of my life, but I made it reality TV just for the fun of it. But it's almost like poking fun at, you know, some of the things that I was dealing with but taking a moment to say, hey, I, I do deal with anxiety. I deal with, you know, depression. I deal with feeling, you know, low self-esteem and having that rub off into my relationships and bad choices. There, these are some things that I've been through. So honestly, just other women. Um, also, just thinking about the fact that my six-year-old daughter will one day look back at all of this and she'll be able to see what mommy 
you know, went through and maybe avoid some choices, but overall as well, just see that, you know, mommy made it through too. And so she motivates me every day. She sees me working. She sees me working out. She sees me reading. And sometimes she keeps me on track if I miss a day of, you know, movement. She's like, mommy, we got to work out. So I'm like, oh, world, hey, you like holding me accountable. But, but you know what I mean? But that's good for her to, to see mommy taking care of herself. So I would say that, you know, my purpose in, you know, helping other women that helps me to keep going, but also just my daughter. She's she's my biggest motivation. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So I know that you mentioned, you know, you went, you know, the divorce and the, you know, the job loss and things like that. What are your thoughts on therapy and what advice would you give to a woman who is not only just stuck, but it's more on the mental health side of it, going yeah. through depression and things like that? Man, um, definitely get into therapy. And I will say that what I love about my therapist, especially like my therapist at the time, um, was that she was very honest with me. And so for me, I think it's good to get yourself educated on different therapists, understand what their background is and kind of what, where their um, ideas are coming from. Because for me, I wanted someone who was Christian based or who had a spiritual background, but I didn't want that to be the only advice that I got. I wanted someone who dealt with psychology and who could say, you know, this sounds like depression or this sounds like anxiety or this sounds like sociopath, like you're dealing with X, Y, Z. So because she had both backgrounds, she was able to give me the real of what I was dealing with medically and give me some tools to deal with it that I hadn't thought of. But she was also able to encourage me spiritually um, and remind me of scriptures and different things that I could do to make sure that I'm, I'm putting God's love first, remembering that he does love me, that he covers me, that he walks with me every day, just reminding me um that he'll never let me fail you know he's encamped about me you know just things like that that was like really just made me feel like man okay i'm not alone in this in this battle um i have to bring that you know i have to remind myself of that every day and not get lost in what's happening but be able to understand the medical side of it as well so thankfully you know i didn't have to deal with any prescriptions but if you do don't go to therapy for the fear of honesty and deal with the shame of it. Don't wear your shame. I saw that somewhere today. Um, some people find shame in therapy because they have to ask for help and they're afraid of what they're gonna say. Do not feel shameful. Shame is one of the things that will literally keep you stuck and it'll keep you where you are way too long and so will regret. So um, I think that just having your therapist through that journey, but also after, if you do have to make changes, um, whether it be staying or leaving or whatever. Like for me, it was to leave. For other people, it might just be staying and working through it. But whatever it is, keep your therapist with you through that journey. Don't just stop because things are getting better. Um, I'll say that too. It's almost like uh, when you get a prescription from a doctor and they say, hey, you might be feeling better, but still take it because that infection might still be there. You still need to be healed. Good days, bad days, what have you, keep with your therapist and allow them to see you through the entire process. Yeah, that is all awesome. So what would you say has been a book that you have either recently read or in the past that you have truly enjoyed and that inspired you? Oh, man, I talk about this book all the time. Um, I almost want to grab it. I think it's right over there. <laughs> but it's called it's called um, It's Not Supposed to Be This Way. It's by Lisa. 
Beerkirst. I'll have to like get the name to you. I can't remember her last name for sure, but she was literally writing the book as she was going through a separation. Um, and I haven't made it to the end yet, but she talks about just different moments in her life and her friends that were in the Bible where just disappointment just happened because sometimes, at least for me, I dealt with feeling like, you know, just because I believed in God or what have you, that certain things weren't just going to happen. But they do. And sometimes God allow those, allows those things to happen. And it's hard to find the purpose in it. So It's Not Supposed to Be This Way has been one of the most powerful books that I've ever read because it takes me through her journey and it makes me feel like I'm not alone. But it just reminds me of how to deal with disappointment. Again, how to you know control what you can, but just to acknowledge that, hey, I am disappointed. Um, but just understand that God has a purpose in all of this and that this isn't the end of my story. I'm right in the middle of my testimony. She even writes like I'm in the middle of my testimony. I don't know how it's going to end, but I do know that there is victory at the end of all of this. So it's, it's literally been the best book that could carry me through this journey. That's awesome. So indefinitely, um, I'll be having the title and the author on the show notes. Yes. So what would you say is your life scripture? So I know you've mentioned like that. So what would you say is your go-to scripture? Mm, 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 mm. My go-to scripture. Definitely Jeremiah 29, 11. I mean, that's always been my scripture. I know the plans that I have for you. Good, not of evil, of an expected end. Um, he knows from the beginning from the end. And I feel like it's almost like with God, he sees the end, the end is there, but you know, he goes back to the beginning and you're just living through it. So I have to keep in mind that um, there is an expected end at all of this, but it's for me, it's, it's good. And also there's a scripture as well. Um, oh man, I can't remember the exact one, but it has to do with, uh, for those that love him, for those that love him, there, that there's good, you know, he sees good and, and, for me, you know, just Jeremiah 29, 11 has just been the foundation of this entire entire process is that he has a plan for me um, that is good and that's an expected end. And even though I can't see it right now, um, he's bringing me to a place that only he knows um, where it is. And for me, you know, too, sometimes you feel like you've arrived and you feel like um, it has to look a certain way, like the process has to look a certain way. I am a planner. So knowing that God has a plan is great. But for me, it's like, can you give me a key? Can you just give me one little thing, a little nugget of, you know, am I on the right path? And sometimes it's just total faith. It's just walking down water, um, but just believing him through that process. So I would say that's that's been the foundation for me. Yeah. And, you know, that's so true because I've recently have learned that when things happen, you know, our immediate reaction, you know, as humans, because we're humans, it's like, why me? But then, you know, when you're filled with God's spirit, when you, you know, you have faith, it's like, you know what, God, you knew this very moment was going to happen. Absolutely. And I am trusting that you have a plan and I am relying 100% on that plan. So give me the strength to keep moving forward. Yes, at 100%, 100%. So what are you currently loving? It was, what's currently bringing you joy? Um... You know what, even though the job that I have wasn't necessarily my dream job, it's allowing me the opportunity to be local. The prior job that I have that I got laid off of had me traveling quite a bit. It was a lot. So what I'm enjoying the most is that I'm able to have 
time with my daughter, time with my family. Um, I have a great team at home that allows me to do what I have to to leave to pick her up from school, you know, consistently or uh, to be able to take that vacation to see my parents. I think right now what I'm loving is seeing my family. I was on such a fast track with my last company um, to success. And I had an idea in mind of exactly what I wanted. And I was on this career path. I was going to be in corporate. I was willing to do whatever I had to do to get there. And a lot of things I missed. I missed a lot of time with my family and I missed a lot of time, um, you know, just taking time for myself. And I was pouring it into my company um, where now I can pour it into my brand. I can pour it into my family. So I think right now what I'm enjoying, if I'm finding joy in is learning to have true work-life balance that allows me to make time for all the things that are just really important to me. And really just for me, it's seeing my family, spending time with my daughter, seeing her growing up and not missing those moments that I used to miss. You know, it's interesting how sometimes we have, a, you know, we have a plan and we have a vision, you know, we have a, you know, five-year plan, 10-year plan. Mm -hmm. And then again, something happened that it takes away from that plan. But yeah. when we revisit the plan and when we recreate the plan, mm -hmm. it's so much better. You know, we're more confident. We more, we're more in love with life. You know, yes. like you said, you have that balance and you have that reconnect with the family and things of that nature. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that ties into, like you said, transformative freedom. Like you're you're going through this transformation, but um, it's bringing you ultimately it brought me so much more freedom that I didn't know I really needed. So I really have time. Like even now I'm reconnecting with so many friends, even through the branding that I'm doing. I'm realizing that a lot of my friends have great backgrounds that they're passionate about that might, they might not even be doing. So I'm inviting them, you know, to be a part of my reality vlogs, or I'm inviting them to be on my wind down and chills where we just have girl chat. And, um, you know, I got a chance to reconnect with a lot of my childhood friends. One was a mental health um, specialist. One was a grief coach. Another one has a salon where she's building her own business. So it's like, Oh, you know, we're all doing great things and we can support each other. I did not have time, nor that did I have the dedication to do that. So definitely just finding time for myself to do things that I really love that, you know, I didn't have time for before. So self-care is something that's very important and it's something yes. that I believe every woman should be doing. So how do you recharge and, you know, re-energize? Um, right now, my self-care, first of all, I get a massage every month. That was the one thing, you know, having to switch jobs was different financially for me. But I was like, I cannot give up my monthly massage because that is my treat to myself. That's my moment to just relax. And um, I dealt with a lot of lower back issues just from all the driving, which obviously has been resolved now that I don't have to drive as much. But um, the second part of that is that I'm working out more. You know, self-care for me is really taking care of my body and thanking my body for for just getting me through a lot of the changes I'm I'm making as I get older, you know, 35, going on 36. So my body's <laughs> changing. It doesn't look the way it used to. And it's responding to food differently. It's holding on to those those carbs a little more than I would like. So um, one thing I did was I personally joined Beachbody. I dedicated myself to 30 minutes of working out every single day. And the reason why I chose an at-home program was so that I didn't have the excuse of not going to the gym. I think I will start going back to the gym. I miss the machines. Um, but working out and dedicating myself to 30 minutes of movement every day has been tough, but that has been my form of self-care because I'm already starting to feel myself 
um, just feel better before I even start to look better. I'm seeing the transformation in my physical body. It's also pushing me to drink more water and eat better because who wants to undo what they just did? That was hard and sweating and all that stuff. Um, you know, I don't want to undo it. So it's having me be more self-conscious about what I'm eating throughout the day. But also it's a mental thing for me. It, it, I always hear when you work out and you start to feel tired, that's more of your mental state. That's your mind telling you that more than your body can. Your body usually can push a little bit further. Um, and what working out has taught me especially, you know, in the realm of self-care and just setting me up for my day is that when you start to feel the burn, that's when you know it's working. A lot of us run from pain. Um, but when you're working out that pain, as long as it's not too much pain, it's actually good. It means that it's working. That's the transformation actually happening. So that helps me to keep that in mind with my own life, that when it starts to burn or it starts to feel that pressure, you know, it's more mentally telling me to stop. Usually it means I can push forward a little bit more. I just have to keep going and that allow that transformation to actually happen. So those are my, my self-care things. I got to work out and I need my massage. Need it. Need my I massage. Love it. I love it. <laughs> so what are you most excited about this year? And do you have any events coming up? Anything that you're planning? Yeah. Um, I am most excited this year, honestly, just to continue driving my, my business, continue to drive. Uh, my YouTube channel, my Instagram channel, find real consistency with that because um, that's been a little hard because of something else I'm excited about. My daughter starts kindergarten, so she's entering the school world like officially. Um, I don't know, you know, what that looks like. It's, it's going to be different for her right now with, um, you know, just everything that's going on. And, you know, it's just going to be different for her to be in class and, and be around people. And last year we went through... Um, she more so went through virtual, like beginning garden pre-K, um, but now she gets to go to school. So she's really excited. So I'm really, really excited to see her deal with that. Um, as far as projects that are coming up, my reality vlogs are coming back to YouTube. I get a lot of people asking when they're coming back because they were so much fun to watch. Um, but reality vlogs are coming back. Um, I have some really special things planned with some of my friends with my Wind Down and Chill series. Um, as far as other events, you know, that's what I have going on right now, but I do have a lot of brand deals coming up, which I was not expecting at all. Um, so I'm just really excited to see my brand grow, continue to have those brand partnerships um, with other companies and just continue, you know, that push to be excellent, regardless of the number of followers I have, um, just to be excellent in everything that I do and bring that consistency. Oh, and I have a couple girls trips coming up. Nice. So I'm excited about that. That's what I'm excited about. And I will say that my dream one day, I just kind of thought about this, um, is to actually be invited to be a speaker at a conference. So if anybody has any conferences out there, you know, that's something that I would love to do um, and bring and bring those girl chats and bring those things, you know, live. I think that'd be a lot of fun. So that's just some things that, you know, are crossing my mind that have gone on this year. Awesome. Awesome. So speaking about your YouTube channel, tell the audience where they can find you and connect with you on social media. Absolutely. So you can find me on YouTube, just my name, Jen Rodriguez with two N, J-E-N-N -N, Rodriguez. Um, usually you can find me pretty quick, but that's where you can find hair tutorials, beauty tutorials, um, reviews, all that good stuff. I love a good wig. These are wigs. I kind of got into wigs as a beginner. So I share my experience, but that's where you can find a lot of my vlogs as well as some of my empowerment things. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at it's Jen Rodriguez. At, <laughs> at it's Jen Rodriguez. 
Um, that's my name on Instagram. So you can find me. Make sure you follow me. Make sure you check my stories too, because I share a lot of my workouts um, and my fitness journey on there. You can also find me on TikTok at It's Jen Beauty. Um, you can find me there. Um, and of course, I have a website, www.itsjenrodriguez.com. That's where a lot of my content kind of comes to live. And I also have a lot of my affiliate links there too. So when you're looking for a discount for a wig or vitamins or things that I'm sharing, uh, make sure you check out my website. You can usually find the discount there so you can save your coins, keep them in your purse for yourself and that self-care. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? But but that's just where you can find me too is on my website. So there's a couple of places you can find the girl. Awesome. Awesome. And a question that I like to end with that I ask yeah. all of my, uh, my guests is what does fearless living mean to you? Ooh, fearless living just means for me, that means living out loud, living and just living in your truth. I think that there is so much power in just living um, regardless of what other people say, how many supporters you have, just making moves for yourself. You know, for me, that's fearless living. Um, not being afraid to jump. You know, sometimes you kind of worry about what things look like on the other side, um, but you don't know until you're in it. And I also think that fearless living means not being afraid to fail. It's not being afraid to say, you know what, I tried it and maybe it didn't work out the way I wanted to. I got to go back to plan A. Again, just not being ashamed of that, not being ashamed of what your journey might look like. Um, not looking at other people next to you and, and comparing yourself. That's a dream killer right there. Just knowing that your story is your story. Um, so I think that fearless living is just not being afraid to fail and just be who you are, you know, be who you are and being your best self and making those decisions that might be hard for everyone else, but are best for you. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much. Anything else that you would like to share before we end? Um, you know, I just want to thank you, obviously, for this opportunity to just come on and share more about myself. But I would say if there's anyone watching this to, you know, ad adopt fearless living in your way. You know, I think that, again, um, one thing that I used to really struggle with was just comparing myself, especially when it came to content. If you're somebody who, you know, creates digital content for other people or you're on Instagram or you're looking to expand as an entrepreneur, expand your business on social media, um, that is something that I am stepping into. So look out for that. I have a company that I just kind of started called Gen Choir. It's the word inquire with the word Gen in the front. <laughs> um, but it's going to really evolve around social media marketing, social media um, graphics and things like that. So that's something that I'm kind of working on because I get a lot of questions. So I figured that'd be really helpful to help guide people through that journey. But I'll say that the, the best part of, um, of that and expanding your business or just expanding your brand, if that's something you're looking to do, or if you're just looking to fearlessly live in your corporate world, is just really be who you are, be yourself, um, and, and just be true to that. I think that um, time is a lot shorter than we would, would hope. Sometimes we just don't know. So, you know, don't live your, you know, live your life based on other people's standards. Live them based on your own and stay close to God and know that he's got you. I thought that was a lot, but <laughs> thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I hope that you enjoy the conversation with Jen. Make sure that you check the show notes and connect with her. As always, remember that you are fearless. You are fabulous. You are a priority and you matter. Until next time. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Don't forget to leave a comment, be sure to share and subscribe so together we can continue to change lives. I'll see you on Facebook at the Fearless Living Coach page. Until next time. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.